Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. I'm back after some time off. Welcome TJ back. Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, and there's no, no Ben tonight. No Ben. We are Ben no Cockless. You certainly are. Um, for those that don't know, before we start getting into anything, tell us about that uh, beautiful tank top you got going on. <laughs> So I do another podcast on the bench. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, Knowles 24 seven. Oh, well still in need of a sponsor. If anyone's out there listening. Um, and so is this podcast, but, uh, but so before we did the YouTube videos all the time, which is what we've done this season, I would always wear a tank top while recording. Chris and Josh both hated it. Uh, and so you know, I was trying to class it up a little bit beyond the YouTube look semi-professionals wear my 24 seven sports shirts. And, uh, and I realized, you know, since we started doing these live videos and I was, you know, dialing it up and, and being professional, FSU hadn't won a game yet. So for last week's game against Syracuse, TJ, I said, you know what? I, I know what the reason that the, I, I know the issue is the reason why FSU hasn't won any games because I haven't been wearing a tank top. So as I made my score prediction, I ripped off my sweatshirt. Still here, just disheveled on the bed, just like a crazy night of passionate lovemaking, you know, where you just rip off all your clothes and it's just still there. That's what it was like. But for your ears, because you heard me make a prediction about FSU winning. I had them winning by three points. I was only three points away total from hitting the score. And guess what? Guess what? FSU won. So now I have to wear a tank top pretty much all the time until they lose is the the deal with the Knowles 24-7 message board. So That's just one more I'm week. Doing. All right, very good. But look, at um, there's, there's a, it's bourbon themed, this one. So... I wonder if there's a bourbon out there thinking about me, about me too. Oh, okay. Very good. That's a nice shirt. That's some nice uh, chest lines you've got going on. Thank you. I got that going on. Uh, Tell Harlan he can uh, eat his heart out. This is the real chest lettuce. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So what are we going to do tonight? We are going to do a quick review of Mellow Corn. A quick review. Mm -hmm. It's review day. It's review time. It's... We didn't want to break pace on this. We were going to do something a little bit different. The guys reviewed 1910 on Tuesday. So if you haven't caught that episode, go back and check it out. To make um, you jealous. Were you jealous? I, I I wasn't super jealous. I know that that was kind of, but like, I mean, it was my suggestion. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm trying to keep um, So I haven't gone back and listened to that just yet. So we were going to do something following up on that. We we're going to do our toast off. Ben not feeling well, kind of put a kibosh on that. We'll do that next week, assuming he's feeling better on Tuesday, get back on schedule. So what we had planned for this week anyway, before I had kind of renovation week from heck, um, was a review of Mellow Corn. It's Halloween. Figure we'll go ahead and October. It's not yet Halloween. uh, The whole month is Halloween, just like the whole month of December is Christmas, you know. 
Um, or like we, my wife's, like September's my wife's birthday month, pretty much. Oh, she, yeah, she gets that. Mine's in uh, the summer, so I just take the whole summer. The whole June. entire summer. There you go. Yeah, June. That's my birthday. It's the summer. Yeah, you, you, um, you missed uh, the summer uh, of TJ. Shout out, Joe. <laughs> 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 uh, the, <laughs> the, the, you missed last week's or last week's like two days ago. I can't remember the day. So we got off schedule and it just messed me up. But uh, Ben was wearing little uh, like Halloween tiger ears. And, I saw that when yeah, I went to edit adorable. it. I didn't watch that. I, I haven't <laughs> listened to it yet because I don't want to hear what you guys' score was for 1910 for when I actually do it. They're yeah, going to give it a 10 and jack up the price. We accounted for that in our review. But I mean, I could do that one way or another. So I mean, whether I watched it or didn't, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, so point. but I saw that when I was when I was like, oh my goodness! So I watched like the first fifteen seconds to try and figure out what they were, and so and to figure out where to cut the video. So anyway, all right, let's jump into this mellow corner review. Let's do it. Um, so you want me to show here? I'm going to show this to the people. About, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful it's bottle. It's a cool old retro bottle, isn't it? Like it is, it is different. It's unique. Uh, check out the color on this. Is one thing TJ noticed immediately. Super light. light. So, uh, oh, first off, before I get into the middle water, corn, that's darker than this. Somehow, ancient age, <laughs> ancient age by Buffalo Trace was the lighter when I sent all these samples down to you a few months ago, and I put them all in order of color. Uh, the ancient age was lighter than the corn whiskey, which is incredible. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be doing uh, the plan is. Uh, depending on everyone's health and whether the houses are standing up and not be traveling later this month. But the plan is every review we do is going to be somewhat themed of around October and spooky season. And we're starting off with mellow corn because candy corn, right? Right. So that's, that's the plan. That's the first one. There'll be spookier stuff too, as we get along with it, but this whiskey's kind of nasty. So it's gonna be super spooky in my mind. So it's a straight it's corn. Very spooky. This whiskey spooky. Is, this whiskey is so spooky. Hey, let me make this announcement real quick. Um mm. let me actually share this real quick so that more people see it. Uh we're live. These people will live if they're listening later. Um reviewing mellow corn with We're we're competing with the uh, freaking NFL on Thursday night, college football, and freaking Rays and Red Sox game in the playoffs. So, you know, I appreciate both people that are probably tuned in and watching this. But all that to say, if you're watching this on Twitter, you used to be able to comment and um, antagonize us and make fun of us or pitch in or have questions or just whatever. You can't do that on Twitter right now. This used to run, StreamYard used to run through Periscope. Periscope is no more. And so now um, you, you have to you subscribe on YouTube or go hit our Facebook so that you can comment and interact with us. And I can put your comments up on the screen like you were doing a couple of weeks ago. But if you're on Twitter, watching on the Twitter broadcast, I know that's where it's most convenient but until they update it or get some different kind of software kind of going on the back end, we can't interact with you. We can't share your comments. We can't see what you're saying. We have no clue. So go subscribe on YouTube. It's youtube.com. Search bourbon on a budget. Same thing on Facebook. Go to Facebook. Search bourbon on a budget. It's right there. We'd love to be able to interact with you like we did a couple of weeks ago. Um, Either way, if you're watching on Twitter and that's where it's easier to stay, great. You don't have to interact with us, but we did enjoy that a ton and, and thought that was a good time. So anyway, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Facebook. That would be 
great. Okay, review of Mellow Corn. Ready to get into this? Yep. And if you're watching on Twitter, you're dead to me, is all I'm going to say. Wow. Because <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> Spooky. All right. So, Mellow Corn, beautiful, weird retro Ooh, bottle. Thanks. It is a straight corn <laughs> whiskey. Uh, and there's a couple of different uh, uh, fast. Facets, facets, fa- fa- not faucets. Facts, facets, <laughs> facets only. Facets only. Faucets. Faucets only that make it a uh, <laughs> straight corn whiskey as opposed to a bourbon. Uh, so basically, it has to be at least eighty percent corn in its mash bill. This is ninety percent corn, and the other ten percent is a mix of rye and malted barley. Uh, it doesn't have to be aged in new charred barrel like bourbon does. It could be aged in, in aged barrels, which can help with some of the complexity and uh, saw down some of the, the flavor a little bit. Uh, but so this is from Heaven Hill. It is the MSRP like five years ago was $12. It's closer to like 16, 17 now. Oh, I see like 20 everywhere. I feel so like it's a little $19.99. It's just got this cult classic, man. It is, or this, it's like this cult following to it that people like love it and it's strange and unique because of the bottle because it's a corn whiskey because the price used to be great like you said it's gone up a little bit i think about 17 18 is what i spent on this bottle but that was a couple years ago at market square liquors in tallahassee can you find this bite like do you walk around at any local shops and see this yes lukens has had it for a while i haven't been anywhere else recently so i have no clue all right. So I know some people have a hard time finding it like online. The price is jacked up in some places, other places not. It's an interesting, weird kind of niche whiskey. I almost called it a bourbon. It's not a bourbon. It's bottled and bond. It means it's at least a hundred proof. Uh, and it is, uh, been aged for four years. It's been almost exactly four years. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the mellow corn. I always want to call it mellow mushroom, which I know is not accurate. That's another mm-hmm. restaurant. They can sponsor us. Would you, oh, what about a, a mellow mushroom, a mellow mushroom flavored whiskey? Closer. There's a mellow mushroom pretty close to me, and I'm starving. I may I may get that after this pot. All right, attaboy. Go get it. Go I'll, get probably, uh, it. I'll probably I'll uh, probably Uber eat it because I'm responsible and lazy. Oh, you um, have to drive, probably. Yeah. No, 100%. But also, I mean, again, this is less than water. Like, look at it. And look how little I have. But yeah, I'm still too lazy to go get it myself. Um. Okay. Mellow corn again. If you're watching this on Twitter, I see a ton of you are. I mean, a ton is uh, is yeah, it's loose, <laughs> but I see dozens of you are. Oh, that's not know, bad. You know, hello everyone. You're all dead I, to me. or maybe a dozen. I, whatever. If you could, if you go subscribe on YouTube or if you go watch on Facebook, you can comment and interact with us. They took that feature away on Twitter. We can't see it right now. Hoping they bring it back. We'd love to be able to interact with you during the show. Mm-hmm. All right, two points for nose, four points for taste. One point for finish, one point for cohesiveness and complexity, mm. and two points for value. Keep those in mind. We're going to talk about the whiskey first, and then we will actually rate it in a minute. Brendan, talk to me about the nose. Let's fly through this so we can yeah, talk some get other bourbon the, and go. And pour some other bourbon or, or whiskey, I guess, uh, that isn't anything but this. So it <laughs> is super ethanol-y and birdie in the nose. It's not very refined. or You can call or, it corny. <laughs> <laughs> just like that joke, like that joke. <laughs> when tj sends me a dad joke uh via text message i get so excited i can't <laughs> explain um my kernels start popping kernels damn it uh very sugary like like uh maybe it's like our 
like like corn syrup uh but it is got just like this super like kids like dunkaroos or some kind of like gusher some kind of like mm. some kind of candy like, that you would get in your in your like lunchbox when you were six years old like that's like what candy this, corn yeah my, sounds the alcohol but it is very it is very corny <laughs> Uh, vanilla-y a little bit as well a little bit of barrel spice going on there too like a little bit of cinnamon but like it's not like most of the things i'm describing man are pleasant um but i'm not enjoying the smell it's so strong on the corn it's so strong on the ethanol so burny (laughs) is that burning no it is burning you're right yeah that yeah it's not it's not a pleasant enjoyable nose you can pick out all those notes um, but it's not like a mm, vanilla sugar sweetness. Like you look them out, but yeah, not not the best. You know what? I just tasted it, so I guess we everyone heard we, that. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it reminds me of so going so, so I'm starting to kind of isolate a little bit, going back to like like childhood again, minus the alcohol, but like that corn sweet. Remember Pops, the cereal Pops? It was right, right. Like it's super. It was like cor- it was a corn. I like corn pops. It was right. It was corn much pops. more than this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's got it's very corn heavy, very sugary, um, and kind of like artificial tasting as well. So I can get that. I can get down with that. Are you getting anything other than corn on the palate there, TJ? The corn is so strong that it's hard to get like a ton of other. A little vanilla oh, palette. I'm not even there yet. Oh, you're not even. You haven't even. Oh god, wait till the wait till the ethanol burn <laughs> gets gets into the palate. Uh, yeah, vanilla and corn and a little bit of barrel spice, and that's kind of where it. Oh boy, yeah, was, it's like a roasted corn cob. It's different, right? Like it's it's you know sometimes you get like a sweet corn soaked in taste. gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a seven cocktail I'd say, yeah i'd say 87 not i mean it's not like the strong stuff so oh. oh man just it is a cool bottle but i've had this bottle for like four years which i think should be telling of how i feel about it so i remember yeah man the corn flavor on this is just so that's what it finishes as i'm gonna go right to the finish it finishes like with a a very corn Heavy. Sorry for making those weird noises for you guys. Um, again, now I do see there are quite a few people in here I'm watching. I, I, I hate to be annoying. hate to ask you to leave Twitter, which I know we all love so much. If you go to YouTube, you go to Facebook, you can interact with us. They took the feature away on Twitter. If you're listening to this tomorrow morning, you could have heard this live and heard me say this same thing five times. Um, I don't – yeah, I don't love this. Not a good no. – not a good flavor. I mean, be again, it, I'll be real with the people. It's it's spooky how bad this is. Ayo, uh, it is again a, a sub twenty dollar bourbon. MSRP on it. Oh, someone just wrote on on Facebook. Mellow corn equals heavy corn. Got it. Yes, Tade, Tad, Tade. I think it's Tad. I don't think it's Tade. <laughs> Could be Tade. I don't know. All right. Please how do we say it? Do a phonetic. Yeah, Tad Tade. Please let us know, Mister Moses. We'll send you um, a bottle of mellow corn. <laughs> you could have the rest of this. Uh, we usually review better things. This is a guy, buddy of my. All right. So group. the finish on it actually is the most pleasant part. I'm not going to make the high because it's done. Ju- no, I'm not going to do that. It actually like the the corn. The tad. It is Tad. It is Tad. tad. Okay. Tade. Who would name their kid Tade? Hey, let's make a hey, Tade. Tade Rotomaker. 
an FSU football joke. Larry T A D E. What do you think his parents just don't know how to spell? What were you saying? Sorry about the finish before I just went off on a tangent on this guy's name. On a tangent. Um, <laughs> oh my god. The finish is actually kind of pleasant because you got that corn. And the vanilla and the barrel spice. And it's the first time to me in having from nose to taste. Now the finish, there's finally the part where it has some level of cohesiveness and all the flavors kind of meld together. So it's got like a nice little buttery popcorn type of vibe. Uh, it's got a little bit of a kick. Uh, it's not even, it's not a great finish by any means, man. But like it, to me, at least it's like the most like I see what's trying to happen here. And I could at least be like, okay, cool. Like. Reasonable. I don't I don't hate that you know buttery finish as much as I thought I would I guess um but I also just don't know how I feel about <laughs> a drink. Remember the Harry Potter gummies that one of them was like butter popcorn? Remember that? Mm, like butter beer like we or no just, uh one one of the Harry Potter gummies is like no just any jelly bellies I think is the same thing. They have a butter popcorn jelly bean. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of so you got that the artificial sweetness of a jelly it's all bean, butter. Yeah, but it's weird. fake butter too. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that I mean, I haven't had that, but that sounds about on point with what you're what you're getting on. So this. Jason says his wife actually likes mellow corn as a daily drinker. He does have a good palate for bourbon too. I would love to know, like, what other no. things she like. Okay, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing that. But that dang, I wish I would have been doing that. Is he related, Jason? To the- I'd love. No, no, don't family. do it. Don't do okay. it. All right. Don't do it. Okay. No, he's not. <laughs> okay. Jason, I'd love to know what else she likes. Like what other kind of drinks she's big into. What um I I mean it's not that appealing to me because mostly because I like I mean, we've talked about this a million times on the show. I like sweeter drinks. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of sweetness in this. So my next one will be much more up my alley. But anyway. Uh-huh. That's all it is is sweet, but not in a good, it's sweet, but like in a stickly, prickly, just unrefined and rugged way. Uh, not, not good. Uh, <laughs> I know we should Those are some good words you just used. Thank now. you. I can definitely tell you get paid to write for a little. And then I just added not good, which is a good way to review this. <laughs> this whiskey tastes bad. This whiskey <laughs> tastes good. Um, right. Okay, cool. Okay, let's go. Oh, right. Let's rate it. Let's rate all it. Right, all right. It's all not, right. it's, it's. It is what it is. Is it going to be like pot to still? Oh, um, I mean, yes. I think. Well, let's see. Nose. Um, you go first. Not awful. Not good. Not even average. Below average. Um, it is at least like there's like a few things here to pick out, so I can't give it an awful score. I don't put my score in for me. It's point five is what I'm putting in out of two. Not point seven five. Okay, well, point seven five. Just mm-hmm. uh, you know, slightly below average. There were some. There were some things in there that were okay, but again, below average. Um, we're going back to Jason's answer here. She loves um, Woodford's or Double Oaks. I almost poured that. Uh, the Mictor's rye is fantastic. Obviously, the Jack Daniels single barrel barrel strength. And that rye is one of my – I know you're talking about the bourbon there, but that rye is one of my favorites in the 1920, which we've uh, been on a ton. I mean, different strokes for different folks. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like some things like I obviously absolutely love the finished stuff. He talked about the um, double oak there. Ben hates it. Ben hates Woodford's or double oaks. And I think it's one of the best pours you can get for just an everyday drinker. Always available. Super easy to find. 
different think, shows for different folks. I think, I mean, uh, her taste is pretty, like, that's all yeah, really good, good stuff. Um, and she just poured Ezra Books. Wow. Jason, you have a keeper there. Uh, one thing, and we'll get Cheers into the value. Life. Let her come sure. a little bit. Yeah, have her, have her jump what, on Jason, here. what do you drink? We, we'll um, give you some love, too. This is, again, twelve to twenty dollars, depending on where you're you're shopping at. So, like, there's a curve that we're we're grading on here. Um, as we get to the value, we'll get into the value. But like, you know, you're talking about a daily sipper. Like for me, I'd rather spend an extra five, ten bucks, like on a Buffalo Trace and Elijah Craig, a Wild Turkey 101, like in, and would find that much more enjoyable as the daily, like you know, bottom shelf or mixer or something like that. There we go. There we Jennifer. go. Yes. Love it. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, shout out to you for having Cheers for your exquisite taste. Cheers. Uh we'll we'll this will I'm be already, yeah. I'm Everyone out. everyone's got a different one. Yeah. It's your different um, one. That's fine. Okay. You get four points out of taste. Okay, that barrel dovetail is good. Okay, last thing for Jason here because <laughs> Jason's derailing us. <laughs> I'm just jealous that he's drinking something better than me right now. I got now. some but of that my, coming my, my way. Is coming. But the uh that barrel dovetail is so great. Um, okay, you get four points for taste. Let's blow through these last few. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm going with a 1.5. Same here. Uh, probably for the oh. same reasons you are. That yeah, 1.5. Is yeah, I didn't say my reasons. How do you know? I was, I'm assuming it's the exact same. Go ahead and say it. I'll tell you whether it's the same <laughs> or not. Uh, it was below average. It wasn't <laughs> yes. super pleasant to me. I didn't. I don't know. I'm probably just being generous because it's Halloween. <laughs> it's not like, but like I can drink this whole thing. It's not like, bad. No, it's yeah. not bad. Like Will it? I thought was bad. This isn't uh, a drain pour. I haven't drain poured it yet. Um, it's no, not quite in that territory. Wouldn't drain pour it. But if you were moving, would you actually pack it and move it, or would you just like? Eh, this is I out. mean, I gotta tell you, I tried to give my neighbor a bottle of Old Tub and a Woodford Malt, and he wouldn't take either of them. <laughs> he tried mm. them both, and he just told me to throw them away. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, okay, finish. You said you like the finish, your favorite part of this, yeah, yeah. And it's not gonna be like a super high score, it's gonna be 0. 0.5 out of one, which is the most average part of, of this drink to me. So it's an average finish, it's it's pleasant enough. Same score here, 0. 0.5. I, I thought the finish was above average or uh, right at average, so it gets it gets that, which it was the best part, but mm-hmm. it you know. Still had more to be desired. Still average. Yeah. Cohesiveness and complexity. I mean, it gets the full half point on cohesiveness, uh, you know, because it's corn all the way through. Um, I don't know that it's super complex. It's unique. I probably. Yeah, I can have a 0.75 here. I'll just oh, give it a okay. little bit of extra on that. So um, I will give it a, a point. Don't you put in my score for me again? I was an accident. This time. <laughs> I'm going to go 0.5. Uh, and because that corn is all the way through, so it is cohesive, right? But there's also parts of it where it just doesn't meld together into like what a whiskey you would think should, like a, a quality whiskey should should do. Um, so so I can't give it a, a full 0. 0.5 on that side, but like there's a complexity level to it in that it's unique, which is where I'll give it uh, half a point for complexity as well. So or 0. 0.25. So half to each one equals 0. 0.5. That's my math. It makes perfect sense in my brain. Glad it made sense to you. Okay. Um, out of eight so far, you have it at a three out of eight. I have it at a three point five out of eight. Mm. Um, like you said, fifteen to twenty bucks, hundred proof, not super difficult to find. What are your thoughts on a value here, Mister? <sighs> Let's go first to Mister Sinone. 
Wow, thank you, Mr. TJ. Um, so I'm at a three, you're at a three five, uh, three point five. So average value or average score, average bourbon would be like a four. Um, but the price is well below average. Um, so in that sense, it kind of matches with the price. Like I feel like you're getting like a fifteen dollar, twenty dollar bottle of whiskey there. Like you could probably mix it. There's a few things there that are fine. Um, it's probably be good if you're already kind of drunk and you just want to keep you know, for effect, this is probably good for that. So uh, out of two points, I will give it one. It's an average value for the price, which is really, really cheap. Um, I'm giving it a 0.75. It's a below average drink. It gets a below average value for me. Fair like enough. That's, that's kind of the way that I feel like I have to do that. Um, I just wouldn't feel great about giving it an average value when I give it a below average score. I think that's a, if I had given it a four out of eight, I feel like I could maybe justify giving it a one or 1.25, but because it was below, because I said it was below average. It uh, just so cheap, cheap though. doesn't it? It, it does. is so cheap. I guess. Uh, hold on. I mean, I, on, I, I'm on. going back to old. I don't, I know you don't want to scroll, scroll too much through it. So with will it, we didn't have uh, the, the 0.25 yet for, it, I don't think so. A little skewed old tub. Uh, you went into it with a 3.25. I went into it with a three. Ha ha. Same. Uh, and we all gave it for value 0. 0.75, 0. 0.75, 0. 0.75. So you know what? You're being consistent, man. I am. Yeah, I have a hard time giving something. Now, what I will say is that, I mean, I guess at least it, I don't, I'm not advertising. I'm not um, not recommending this. But yeah, if you're just trying to get drunk for cheap, I mean, it's not a bad not a bad pull. <laughs> um, you could do worse at like at sub fifteen dollars. You could do worse. It is it is possible. So that's why it's I better have. than white label beam. Yeah. yeah, it's better than than ancient age. I mean, we talked about that before. Like yeah. that's yeah, it's is well, that's only ten dollars, but still, like this, you're getting proof. You're getting something unique. Uh, it does stick with a pretty narrow flavor profile, but it, it knows what it is. So you know, yeah. I, it, so it's it's fine. Brendan gave Will It Pot a four. We actually all gave Will It Pot a four. I gave this a 4.25. Brendan gave this a four. So he had this right on par with Will It Pot which does have the best bottle ever. Um, I, I like then, this label better than Will It's bottle. This is a cool label. Oh, I, I disagree with you there. I think I gave Will It a one just because of its value. It was actually worse. The juice was actually worse to me. Jennifer, uh, in the comments section, please let us know what's a better bottle, the Willet Pot Still bottle or the Mellow Corn with this pretty cool label and the yellow twist off. Retro. Um, oh, did she? Oh, she's talking about um, Smoke Wagon. Okay, so the Uncut Unfiltered, I bet she saw it over your shoulder. Um, Jennifer, on one of our episodes, we, we keep a big board there. Um, Smoke Wagon Small Batch is our highest rated bourbon we've ever done. And we've done what now? 30 or 40 of them, Brendan? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, about that. Um, so we haven't done the Uncut Unfiltered on a review. We have done the Small Batch, which got an 8 out of 10, which is really, really good for us. We're, we're tough critics. So mm-hmm. anyway, glad that Uncut Unfiltered will definitely happen. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so a 4 and a 4.25, not very good. What is good? I'm going on something else. We'll keep you guys for like five Ooh, more minutes. Oh, I thought about getting that for you at some point. Oh, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad uh, I didn't either. Go ahead. Let them, let the people listening know what you got. Um, If you're listening. Wow. That cork pop was amazing. Did you hear that? Good. Yeah. 
it sounded a little hollow to me, but okay. It was better the first time. It's because I'm in a big open room with nothing in it. So um, I have the Jefferson's Reserve. Um, Jefferson Straight Rye Whiskey finished in cognac um, casks. I had this. Um, who was talking about the um, – I think it was Jennifer talking about the barrel dove. No, it was Jason uh, talking about the barrel dovetail. I had this next to – Barrel Dovetail at Whiskey Cake. And I mm. like the Jefferson Rye finishing cognac better than the Barrel Dovetail. And the reason why? Because mm-hmm. it was a rye. Well, that's... I'm a poet, and I didn't know it. Um, no, I think that the bourbon finished. Bourbon is sweet already. Finished makes it super sweet. Rye finished. It's To me, that's a little more balanced. I like that a lot. So love that. Was a big fan of it. Got a bottle, won a rando on, on Facebook one day, and and got a bottle of it. So nice. Um, I'm glad I didn't get it for you. I'm I figured that would be up your alley, though, because I know you like rise. I know you like sweet stuff. The cognac, I figure, would make it uh, pretty palatable. And speaking of cognac, man, coming up later this month, we are going to have a review of Widow Jade Decadence. No smoking oh, okay. Joe. No <laughs> blood oath. Bourbon whiskey, fish, and cognac barrel. So be whiskey, bourbon uh, specifically. Finish in cognac and again blood oath as we continue our spooky themes. That was uh, uh, uh. so spooky. Thank you. Um, right, so, so you love that? You like it? It's a it's a banger for you, huh? Yeah, no, it's really good. I'm a big fan of it. Speaking of bangers, what do you have in your glass tonight? So Is it some George the- T. Stag. Oh, we'll get into that in a second. No, that's oh. a it's a valuable commodity right now friend uh, i bet i could sell an open bottle for pretty much i got an open bottle of a bourbon on a budget blend that's in a george c stag bottle maybe we could flip that and just tell people there's a little bit of george c stag in there which is potentially accurate so i got starlight distilleries i showed this to you guys a couple i'm gonna gonna Mm. open it here Uh, Mm. i love starlight love starlight they do good stuff it's a craft distillery in indiana but this is finished in – it's called their Cigar Batch. It's finished in Brazilian Amberana Barrels, which is basically – That's a lot. A, thank you. How many is a Brazilian? What? What kind of Brazilian? Oh, I thought you said Brazilian. Sorry. What? I said it was finished in a Brazilian Barrels. Oh, my God. Don't I don't know if I like that. That might be the most – just <laughs> that might be the most unique nose I've ever smelled of the whiskey. It's like cinnamon, super cinnamon heavy, and wood, uh, like a. It smells like a t- like a cigar store, like the the woody, you know, like all the wood boxes and whatnot mixed with the smoke and the spice. Wow. I wish you could share. This is so weird. I'm smell? very sorry for what I'm about to say, but yeah, I wish you could share smell through like a computer or your phone That'd or be, whatever. Be valuable. Yeah. Wow. Like I'd like to know. I, I stop saying wow. So I just I have never I'm jealous. I don't know about I don't even know. I'm I can't even tell you whether I like this, sir. I just know that it's super Mm. unique and different. Oh my gosh, this is good. Yeah, I'm sure that's the the Jefferson does a really nice job with finishing. I'm sure that's delightful. Have you had this? No, I've seen it in stores. I just I haven't pulled the trigger. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. What's like 60 to 70 bucks? It's something I want to try before I I buy it. I'll get you some, but yeah, it's really good. 
Oh, this, oh, this the, the nose is great because it's super sweet. I know we're going back and forth here. The, our regular yeah. listeners that aren't watching are going to be like, what in the world is going on? We typically just all review one thing for those new to tune in and watching. But the nose has so much spice. It's the Jefferson's rye. And then the cognac hits you. The the ta- Okay, so the nose is good. It's above average. It get like a one one two five one five easy Ooh, easy. Uh, cognac is a French wine, but like it's a mm-hmm. fortified wine. Is that right mm-hmm. or fortified? Am I correct? In no, it's fortified or not. But so it's close to it's close to like a liqueur. Correct? Okay. I've never had I've never had cognac before. So like I have a hard time picking it out. Like in the the blood oath, I have a hard time picking out the cognac. Cognac's a it. type of brandy. Oh, I thought it was a wine. Is brandy yeah. a t- well? Brandy is a type of. Hang on, googling. You just keep giving us those. Those. It is. Notes. It's from. It's coming from distilling grapes. Okay. In France. <laughs> I typed in it's, brandy in the it's form twice of the, distilled. The, the R and B brandy. 40, so it's for it's forty percent. Um. Brandy is a liqueur produced by distilling wine. Contains thirty-five yeah. to sixty percent alcohol by volume. Mm, buddy interesting yeah, yeah i'm sure good. that's really nice with the rye yeah it is because it's very sweet it's very desserty but with the rye spice it kind of chills it out a little bit it's not super proofed up or anything it's 94 proof so ben would hate it right because it's not 130 um mm. some people hate on jefferson's because they think it's a little gimmicky uh with like the ocean age uh, one that's fine, but like they they do distilling, or sorry, they do <laughs> they do sourcing. They don't do distilling. They do sourcing. So like what you're trying there, I'm pretty sure it's from Alberta uh, Distillery in Canada. Um, I know where Alberta is. Thank you though. Yeah, but I'm saying that, but it's Canadian whiskey that you're probably technically that's the same stuff that's Whistle Pig. So you're basically having a that's a finished same juice that's in Whistle Pig, pretty much finishing cognac instead of whatever stuff they were finishing their 12 and probably like half the price is what you're enjoying right now. But I'm saying yeah. that Jefferson's does a really nice job finding unique ways to market their whiskey, but then to change up the, the flavor profiles up with some of the finishing they do. They look at a Cabernet finished wine or Cabernet uh, wine barrel finished bourbon. That's actually really, really uh, delicious and, and fruity and, and berryish. really good. Yeah. So this is excellent. If you, I know it's expensive. People may want to try this before they buy it. I get that. See if you can go to a bar close to you that has it. I did at uh, at Whiskey Cake, and I was not let down. Um, but if if you are okay with the sixty to seventy dollar price tag, I think this is well worth your while. Go check it out, Jefferson's Rye, Rye. finished in cognac. Um, Thoughts on yours? Let's talk some George C. Sag and let's get out of here. All right. And then I got to tell you my pursuits and purchases because I have oh, so right. many pursuits right now that I just need to get off my chest. Chest lettuce. Uh, yeah, so this is Starlight Distillery, which is in Indiana. I really like their single barrel offering that I've had before. They do all sorts of – I think they're doing stuff with – I don't want to spoil it. They're doing stuff with different whiskey groups where they finish uh, – do all sorts of different finishing and, and experiments. So uh, this is in the Brazilian Amberana – not a Brazilian, Brazilian – I thought you were making like a like a waxing joke initially, TJ, a few minutes ago when you were making me emphasize Brazilian. Anyways, Let's wax that um, joke out of here. <laughs> uh, it's too corny. Um, it's basically like a a Brazilian style rum, 
uh, that this is finished in. So it's getting some of those sweet notes that you'd expect from a rum, but like the, the double oaked of it, the woodiness is so intense. That's like almost kind of musty. I don't know, man. I don't know if I like it or not. It's super unique. The cinnamon spice and, and the barrel spice is just uh, pouring out of the glass. I haven't even tasted it yet. I'm almost afraid to. This is four and a half years old, 112 proof. Let's see. That's oh, so weird. It it finishes like a rye initially with the, the level of spice to it, man. But then again, that the the different type of wood finishing there makes it super cedary and like um it is it's like it, it, they call it the cigar blend and it is indeed like a cigar store is how it smells it's got the mustiness the smoke a little bit but some of the sweet tobacco-y notes too this is interesting i don't know i'm gonna have to give it another try i'll bring it down for you guys to give it a smell and a try too because it's super unique i'm not doing it justice it's by far the most unique nose I, I probably have ever smelled from a bourbon before. Not even close, actually. It is. It's super unique and different. Definitely excited to try it. I'll give you some of this Jefferson's as well. Okay, George C. Stagg was announced this week that it would not be released with part of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Um, said that it did not live up to their standards, which I actually appreciate. I read the book Pappy Land. I also read the book Bourbon... Um, empire i also have watched a couple of documentaries that had the buffalo trace featured in them and all four of those both documentaries and both uh books that i read um should uh or all talk about the tastings that they do how julian van winkle comes in and does the pappy tastings and how they are very particular with what goes out and what carries their name right. and so i think it's pretty cool that buffalo trace basically said like no we know we could lose millions of dollars by not doing this we're not releasing it because it's not – it's going to sell. It's George C. Stagg. They could literally just put mellow corn in it and it would sell. But mm -hmm. I like that they did that. I have no problem with it. I think that if, the, you know, bourbon is a art and a science. And so if, if at the end of 15 years or 18 years or 20 years or whatever, if they think that that didn't live up to their standards and they didn't put it out, I'm, I'm okay with it. Thoughts around that? Uh, so just a little more on, onto it. So New York Times article had uh, talked to a couple of representatives from Buffalo Trace. One in the distilling process said that the distinct flavor as having notes of dark chocolate leather and dark cherries, uh, which is typical for them, although that you know, releases slightly from year to year or the very uh, the releases vary slightly from year to year. And it is like it is super. That's what I love about George T. Stagg and, and one of the first uh, you know, cast strength, high proof bourbons that i fell in love with and have paid handsomely for one of the two bottles that i have because it is so uh, remarkably complex but you could pull the flavors out like the, the the level of proof that it has like you get that dark chocolate you get the cherries you get like strong vanilla and leather and tobacco and it's all these great things about bourbon just amped up so i i love george g stack um but this guy so uh, to to Mr. Mayville here in the New York Times Point, he said the 2006 whiskey, which is when they started uh, barreling this particular one, he said it was, quote, too light and underdeveloped in character to represent the Stag brand, which the two-century-old distillery describes as extremely hearty. The company has yet to identify the root cause of the problem. A Buffalo Trace spokeswoman said that holding back on the Stag release would cost the company millions of dollars in lost sales. So, uh, 
uh, on first blush, like I'm one, I'm disappointed, right? Because uh, that means it's going to be extremely hard to find George T. Stagg. Obviously, none for 2021, but it's going to probably make it more difficult to find future ones and previous uh, bottles as well for at least a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man, for for a company that does such a great job with its quality, uh, I credit them for being good with quality control and say, no, we're not just going to throw this out there. Like you said, it would sell, right? Like if you, you put anything in there, mm-hmm. um, you're probably going to get away with it for more than one year. People start turning on a little bit, but you could probably set put out a, a pretty crappy version of Georgie Stag, or at least one that doesn't fall in line with its its typical like amped up bourbon notes and uh, it would sell. But there are people who are skeptical out there, right? Yeah, I read an article today where basically they said we think that in five years Buffalo Trace is just going to release like this super rare twenty-five-year-old Dorsey Stag, and it will have been this one. Um, and they did it intentionally. So, um, look, Jason in the comments uh, subscribes to that theory. I don't know that they did it intentionally but i do think that they're going to try and salvage there's a difference right it's all about intent right mm-hmm. and so i do think they're going to try and salvage this batch and so i could see it coming out later but i don't know that they necessarily sabotage this batch just to be able to do that right. later i think if they end up that would so the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle right mm-hmm that would be my thought is they probably didn't do it intentionally. They probably just want to try and save it if they can. The um, idea that the spokeswoman said is that the, the holding this back would cost them millions of dollars in lost sales. Well, like, yeah, this year, but they're not throwing that whiskey away. Like it's a cool thing about bourbon or any kind of whiskey is you keep aging it and it'll keep changing in flavor profile. Um, and if it's really nasty, you could, you can, uh, people will finish it in a different type of barrel or so there's ways to salvage it. So like, it's not like that stuff's going away. So I do think it's a little disingenuous for them to say, Oh, we're losing millions of dollars in lost sales. Like you're probably gonna make that up at some point or another. Correct. Losing it now, but probably not for the long term. Okay. I, I'm going to save my pursuits and purchases until Ben is back. Okay. So I'm not doing mine, but if you have something you're pursuing, let's talk about it. And then we'll get out of here. Okay, real quick, purchases, I will throw this. No, you know what? I'll wait on purchases until we get Ben back. How about that? I'll wait on purchases. But but I will go over pursuits because there's like four or five different ones that are that have come out or are coming out and just checking out like different websites, the distiller app, other places like that. Like there's a lot of stuff I'm excited about. One of them is the Chocolate Malt Whisper as a uh, finishing experimental series by Woodford Ooh. Reserve. They do it in their gift shop. They'll do different types of finishes that you can only get at the gift shop. So it's three, seven, five milliliter bottles, uh, but this is it finished with or used with uh, chocolate malt, which sounds delicious right up your alley, TJ. It's $50. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to Kentucky anytime soon, but maybe we can have friends that are up in the area that that are if they're nearby at some point. Uh, that'd be something I'd spend $50 on. Uh, another. Yeah. Does that sound good? I know that's right up your alley with the sweetness. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of sweet. <laughs> Joe Decadence is going to help hook a brother up with Midwinter Night's Dram Act 9. It must be nice. mm, Sorry, buddy. Uh, It's bottled at 49.3 ABV. It'll be available October 1st. Uh, It's $99 MSRP. Availability limited to Highways General Store in Old Town City, uh, Park City in Utah. Uh, Spoiler, I think we're going to do 
a King of the Hill with finished, and I would like to say with finished whiskeys that my contender would be Midwinter Night Dram. Uh, I'll use the previous one, but uh, if you guys second that, I think we should go ahead with that in the coming month or so because uh, I absolutely adore Midwinter Night Dram. Are you sad that you're going to have your own bottle of this year's edition? Check out the scrolling. Check out the scrolling. Oh, hi, you Joe Decadence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Joe Decadence. Uh, he and he, we all no, know he's a sucker for uh, finished whiskeys and bourbons. I, I'll steal some of Ben's now that we're neighbors. So, what else are you pursuing? Uh, Brooke Loddick has come out with Octomore 12. Uh, it is the most heavily peated scotch out there. Oh, uh, PPM uh, next. Yeah, not up your alley. Uh, <laughs> I had a chance to get the uh, one of the 11s. Uh, about a year ago and i like waited and hemmed and hawed at abc it was like 250 bucks expensive scotch uh but but well that's considered an absolute banger and amazing and i finally went in one day and i was like you know i'm gonna get it and they'd sold it like the day before after it being there for like a month so what are you gonna do uh the westland gary uh or sorry gariana which is a gary oak uh finished one it's the same one i had a few months back tj in seattle that where's the weird smelly restaurant i wasn't able to really get into this really super complex whiskey as much as i would like mm. my buddy's out in seattle and uh he's on the lookout for that for me it's westland's distillery they do a a really good american malt uh and this is just finished it's higher proof it's finished in uh, a unique oak to seattle uh so that'd be great if i could come into that and finally last one here have you ever heard of the wild turkey Masters Keep series, DJ. I have. Do you have any idea what's coming out this year? I don't. <laughs> Let me read this for you, sir. Through the years, Jimmy and Eddie Russell's distinct pers- or distilling perspectives have elevated the wild turkey brand. Masters Keep One, which is what this one's called, Master Keep One, like Rogue One, um, brings those. Sorry, I'm a nerd. Brings those two angles together. Definitely. The whiskey combines Jimmy's love of mid-age bourbons, eight to ten years, and Eddie's admiration for more mature bourbons. In this case, a fourteen-year-old. So you know you're probably thinking, right? A ah, fourteen-year-old and a eight to ten-year-old blended. What's so special about that, right? Well, let me tell you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the whiskeys are blended for a second maturation in new oak barrels. Notably, the barrels were specifically toasted and charred in one of Eddie's favorite timber rickhouses, Tyrone G. Tyrone G's name to it. Dude, it is a toasted barrel finish wild turkey. Is that not? I'm I are you not that. are you not that. you don't seem as excited as don't, I thought you would be. I was just like thinking through it. I need you to give that to me. It's not. $150. And you know if I find it, uh as long as I get a sample of it, I'll get it for you. Well, <laughs> I'll procure it for you. You'll pay for it. <laughs> no, you said it. You would get it for me. So no, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Elliot, hook a brother up. So um, yeah, that sounds so good. I'm sure if Wild Turkey's doing it. Dude, their 17-year-old Bond one that I got last year, top five whiskey for me in my collection. <sighs> it is exquisite. Well, I, I'm excited for next week so I can tell you guys about my pursuits and purchases. I'll have the bottle, I think. Brendan knows what it is, but we'll talk about it then. Um, but yeah, that sounds amazing. So, Elliot, hook a brother up, please, because I know you have the wild turkey connection. That'd be one where Elliot would probably love it, and I wouldn't give it to him, and he'd be like, "Dude, come on!" So check the check the yeah. comments. Jason's gonna maybe help 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 you out. Uh oh, uh oh. Jason, Jason, Jennifer, let's go. Jason, well, they are they are Jason. part of the yeah the, yeah the part of our friend. If you would like a nice bourbon on a budget, um. My hands are all dirty from when Karen, people, yeah, um, laying tile all day, or laying floor all day. 
I'll trade you like a billion of those Glen Karens for that. So anyway, all right, come back on Tuesday. We'll do a real show. Ben will hopefully be back and not dead. Rest in peace if he does die between now and then. Um, do you have any shout outs or anything before we get out of here? Nope. Uh, appreciate the, the no family for participating, uh, with, with and, us Tad. and Tad and, and Tade. Much appreciated. Tade. You're the worst. Um, go check us out on all social medias, bourbon on budget everywhere. We will see you guys on Tuesday until next time. Thanks for tank. Cheers. Thank you and tank.